Welcome back to Town Talk, everybody. What's up? What's good? What's good, gang? You already know what it is. Town Talk Podcast. Yes, sir. JP over here. Rez over here. You know the vibes, man. Come on. Another week, another pod. It's our yeah. third week in a row. Yeah, Billy wanted to be like, oh, let's let's do a weekly. Yes, sir. And AJ, now we're here. AJ was not with that weekly shit. <laughs> so, you know, he he not here today. Um, inconsistent. But sorry. Damn. You heard that? Nah, nobody heard that. <laughs> nobody's nobody's here. Damn. That's crazy. He'll be here next week. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure you're right on. <laughs> for sure you're right on. Shout out Keith Lee. Shout out Keith Lee. Well, you, we kind of gave them an update last week. I don't know what what happened this week, so you got to let them know. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man's done. I beat it. Phenomenal game. You didn't just beat it. Uh, nah, I, I platinum the game. Yeah, it's platinum done. All the side quests, everything done. 100% the game. 100%, yeah. You have no life. Yeah, I just did it today, actually. Right before I came here. I finished up my last trophies. It hasn't even been a week. So? How many hours do you have on that game? 34. This man almost did a 40-hour work week on the fucking game. <laughs> it's been out since Friday. Today is Tuesday. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Did you go out this weekend? No. Oh, okay. That's, that, I was home all weekend. So you really clocked in and clocked I, out. Yeah, I really clocked in and clocked out. I was I was in the crib um, just chilling. I was like, yep, yeah, I'm going to... Play Spider Man. I got it. I saw it Thursday night, and then just I woke up Friday. I was at I was I was at work. You know what I'm saying? I work. I work from home. <laughs> Please, I ain't trying to get clipped. They gotta watch that and be like, mm-hmm, well, yeah, we well, use. Yeah, so what? after you clocked out of work, so after I clocked out of work, I got back on the game. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And then your job is not watching this shit. I, just in case, you know, I don't. I don't want them to think like, oh yeah, like you know, I I appreciate my job. You feel me? But yeah, do you? Listen, I'm not here to slander my job. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not about to do that. You here to slander artists? I'm here to slander artists. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, Spider Man's done. Platinum. So I I had no luck. Getting the Spider-Man plates and PS5. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. What happened to that? Yeah. Last week you was like, I'm gonna get a PS5. It was, oh, whatever, it was whatever. Seven hundred dollars, bro. <laughs> yeah, seven hundred dollars for that shit. And I, told I you did not, not to... know that it came with a fucking ten foot Venom and two Spideys, though. No, it doesn't. That's the collector's edition. Oh, so that's even more expensive. That's like two hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, so it's separate. It's two hundred dollars, and you get the game, you get the steel book, you get the statue. And six, PS5 and 16 inches of Venom 16 inches of Venom is absolutely insane It's 19 Oh it's 19 Sorry it's 19 Yeah that was that was wilding out A PS5 is completely separate That's another thing You sure you don't want 19 inches of Venom Billy? I already got it Well pause You got the collector's edition? No I I, I was talking about the game sorry He said nah I got, I got 19 in inches of Venom I got it Whoa. in the game Excuse me I got it in the game that game was phenomenal. 10 out of 10. IGN, you're bugging. 8 out of 10? What the fuck are y'all doing over there, bro? 
I don't know, man. You couldn't go into the subway, so. Oh, uh, here we go. I saw somebody tweet. They were like, you can't go into the subway. You can't get a slice of pizza. You can't enjoy Coney Island. Bro, just come to New York. Like, <laughs> <laughs> bro wants a, a NYC simulator. Like, that's not what Spider-Man is. I mean, it would be dope, though, if you could just, you know, swing around the city, grab a pizza, and then, you know what I mean? What's the point? Like, that's... <laughs> You want to ride the Staten Island Ferry? Like, why would you? You're Spider Man. It's an open world game, exactly. And you know what you can do with the web wings? You literally fly around the map. Yeah, but don't you get bored of just flying? Don't Never. you want to land somewhere? Never. Have a destination? AJ, he said no. Never. <laughs> you literally just and there's wind tunnels, so you can you you come. Let's say you jump from like the Empire State Building, you jump down, and there's a wind tunnel. You pull out your web wings and you just go with the tunnel. And you're just fucking flying yeah, you through go, Manhattan. You, you, you glide. No, no. In the wind tunnel, you're flying through Manhattan. I swear to God. And then you can fly like next to the Brooklyn Bridge and go into Brooklyn. And then you can go into Queens and Astoria. Bro, get out of here with that bullshit, bro. Fuck that. But you can't go to Coney Island. You can go to Coney Island. Coney Island's in the game. But you can't ride the rides. You can ride. You. I don't want to ruin it. Sorry. What? Who cares? I didn't know, man. AJ's still playing the game. You feel me? The game's only been out for less than a week. Okay. I'm just, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm just a no life that, that I finished it. I finished it, I think, Saturday night or Sunday night. And I platinum it today. Yeah, platinum is crazy, though. The the Honestly, the trophies weren't even that hard. The game is very short? It's not a short game. It's like a 12, 14 hour game. Okay. Like, the main story is 12, 14 hours, and then the rest of the stuff takes you, like, maybe another 10 to 12. Got you. It just took me a little longer. I was told we talked too much about Spider-Man last episode, so. Who said that? I don't want to bore people. I'm not going to call them out, brother. Whoever said that, (laughs) there's never, there's never too much Spider-Man. I would agree that there is definitely too much Spider-Man. Nah. Um, Because you guys nerded out on it. That's what it was. 100%. And, like, that was... Like th- this was the most hyped game of the year. This not game of the year though. It's one hundred percent game it's of the year. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten says IGN, bro. Fuck them. Fucking IGN. How you give Miles Morales and and Spider Man one a nine out of ten, but this game is an eight out of ten? What the fuck? I don't know. Maybe y'all just falling into the mediocrity of hell. No mediocrity. Just, just accepting what they give you. Somehow he's gonna segue this into four other dogs. I swear to God. Nah, bro. Spider-Man was better than four of the dogs. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. But yeah, I just played Spider-Man the weekend. Um, damn, what did I do this weekend? So I did the breast cancer walk with my family on Sunday. How's that? And it was dope. You know what I'm saying? Just got a fight for uh, breast cancer. You know, a lot of people that um, we've lost for, from that and people that, you know, have survived it. So... That was fun with my family. Um, I think that's really it. That's all I did. I had like a pretty calm weekend. Just did the breast cancer walk. I'm saying shout out to everybody who's um, fighting any form of cancer, but breast cancer as well. And just, you know, anyone that you lost to to hard fight. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And fuck cancer. Absolutely. Um, So, you know, we showed up in, uh, what you call it, personalized clothing like we had like our team name on our shirts and stuff and they had like maybe like 30 people walk with us like you know from the family or whatever so it was good it was nice it was community then we came back to the house and had dinner like 
So I had lunch um, And sit Reminisce on good times You know what I'm saying Good time with family Feed the soul Yes sir Always need that Absolutely um, I didn't even really tap into anything to This week or anything like that Until later on Like Monday t- Tuesday type shit So My bad if I'm a little lacking In the new music area today Yeah I feel like Um I wasn't really interested in anything. Oh yeah, you was interested in the sound of shoom <laughs> Let me tell you. Never mind. I'm not gonna keep talking about Spider Man. God, tell me, tell me, tell me. You got something to say, God? Listen, man. When you web swing, and the sounds that come out of your controller. Oh my God! <laughs> that is fire, though. The that little, is phenomenal. The like, speaker inside the PS5 controller. That shit is so dope. Cause oh, man, and the haptic triggers. Come on, man. Come on. You literally feel like you're web-swinging, and then it sounds... Oh, man. <laughs> 10 out of 10 game. I don't care what IGN says. You got it. You got it. 10 out of 10. 10 AJ out of agrees 10. with you. Most And he's not even done yet. He don't even know. Most All right, relax. <laughs> I'm not going to ruin it for him. I'm no, just saying. Mo- most people... Um, what do you call it? Most people are agreeing that it is a 10 out of 10 game, so... Yeah, they're smart. But yeah, so I mean, we don't talk about Spider Man on here. That's not what we do. I know, I know. We do sometimes. Um, <laughs> Just the last two episodes. More than a few, but <laughs> if you count them in separate times, when it got announced, he was crazy. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, we talk about new music on here, and you know, what I'm saying one of the the biggest, most controversial artists dropped <laughs> this week, um, and he also announced he's dropping his album. So. Let's let's get to it. Let's get to it. Yes, sir. My boy Chris Brown. Chris Brown dropped that that song "Sensational." Um, he's he's a he's a different animal when he gets on that Afrobeat bag. I can't lie. I yo, I really love Afrobeat, Chris. Like it's he's he slides on every beat that he's on. That's Afrobeat. Like it's it's he doesn't miss when it comes to Afrobeat. Yeah, I would say he doesn't miss when it comes to Afrobeat. There's like a specific. Uh, love and passion that he that he has for it. Um, Devito was talking about it on his interview. He's like, yeah, like a lot of people, you know, fuck with Afro beats, but Chris Brown, like you could tell that he really almost embodies it. He's like, yeah, like this is my culture, this is part of me, and I'm gonna show up for them. Yeah, you can hear it in the music too. Mm-hmm. Like you can hear how um it's like quality you know what i'm saying it's not like he's just singing over the beat and just you know like flowing like it's like it's different like the way he like the way he flows on the beat you just tell like it's not like he's just doing it to do it you know what i mean yeah no i mean you could tell that he loves it i guess think that it's, it's made with um intention yeah and not just some throwaway track that maybe is on an album of, or like something he just hopped on 50 like, songs uh, yeah or something he just hopped on and was like, yeah, I'm going to just do this and then, you know, whatever. Nah, he had all intention for this to be fire yeah. and for it to come out before his album and give people hype before the album. Yeah, sir. Speaking in the album. 11-11. Chris Brown says he's going to release 11 songs at 11 a.m. and 11 songs at 11 p.m. <laughs> Bro... <laughs> I thought we were getting 11 songs, Chris. I thought we were getting 11 songs, too, bro. Like, uh, we don't need 22 songs, man. Like, just... Uh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to be I'm gonna be that guy that's like, yeah, Chris Brown drops way too much music. Yeah. Side A, side B. 
Um, I feel like he's never labeled it like that before, but he's given us 50 song projects, 25 song projects, 30 song projects, 80 song projects with deluxes and shit. Like, yeah, you're just too much, man. Too much. Um, but maybe because we're digesting 11 songs first, if you, we get to that point before 11 o'clock and then 11 songs later, we'll feel different about it. You know, and this is the first time an artist is doing that within the same day. So, you know, definitely uh, a change. You know what I mean? And it's on a Saturday. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. Like, 11-11 makes sense because the album's name is 11-11. The album cover's fire. Yeah. That is top tier. It's him as the number one in, like, different, you know, forms of himself. And then the two dots, like, when you write the time, is his face facing different directions. Definitely a dope creative direction for the album cover. As opposed to a fucking evil ant. Oh, for are you talking about um Drake? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, nah. This is a fire album cover. Nah, yeah, this it's definitely a fire, fire album cover. And Chris album Brown always has fire album covers. There you go. Oh, yeah, my bad. Yeah, the, uh, breezy was like you know it was kind of regular. Um, it was regular, but it, but it was still it was still it fire. Wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. <laughs> I think my favorite one was Indigo. Indigo's fire. Even like the. The deluxe of Indigo, like the purple version with Heartbreak, the alien. Heartbreak on a full moon is tough. Heart, Heartbreak on a full moon is tough, yeah. And then, um, what was Fame? Fame's tough? Fame's tough, yeah, Fame's tough. Um, I think Royalty was just him and his him daughter. Him and his daughter, which, you know, makes cool. sense. Yeah. But yeah. Damn. And well, I think Chris Brown had, like, I'm not going to say he hinted at the album, but, you know, um, back in 2020 when he was on the song with Jack Harlow. 11 11 11 11 he says it in the song so i'm not gonna say he hinted at the album because i don't know if that was like a a thing back then but mm-hmm. maybe it gave him the idea for the album well maybe we'll hear that in the interview that he does or something like that but um yeah. i think he was it's more about like making a wish you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, that. yeah maybe he's the type of person that always makes a wish at 11 11 maybe he's maybe you know what mean? and this is 11th album and shit like that so oh it is his 11th album yeah that's right Damn, 11 albums, Chris. Yeah. God fucking damn. Dropping his 11th album on 11-11 in November at 11-11. Man, this is ridiculous. Nah, at 11 o'clock a.m. and p.m., which makes it 11-11. 11 songs on, yeah, maybe he's just into those angel numbers and shit. It could be. But there's obviously a creative direction and something that he's really trying to go for. So I appreciate that as opposed to somebody that keeps pushing back the release date. Um, and, you know, just kind of being like, hey, I'm dropping the album. Not going to tell you when. So I know exactly who he's talking about. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I was thinking Capella Gray. Oh, that's a good <laughs> one. That's a good one. That's your boy, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, Capella Gray, maybe he didn't drop an album, but he left them people at Empire or wherever he was at, <laughs> Capitol Records, and he was like, yeah, I'm dropping everything now. And he's come out with like four songs since then, and their heat. No, yeah, for sure. I, I just, I can't get over the fact that he let the uh, the traction of Gallus just kind of go to waste without dropping a project. I wouldn't say he let it go to waste. I would say that maybe... You feel that it went to waste, but I would think that he kept his real fans 
in tune because he dead has been making songs in his live. He got somebody like AJ writing down comments in the fucking live for him to make a song and he's actually trying it and creating memories with his fans. Oh, for sure. I'm not saying he used that attraction to his benefit to show them everything that he's doing and how he really is quality. Also, he was on Joey Badass's project. He was on Chris Brown's project. He was on a song with Russ. Uh-huh. And he had way more other features. He was on the tape with DJ Drama. Um, I think he had a song with Rick Ross or some shit like that. Like, there's, he, he definitely used the momentum to his advantage to secure features. And I would say he maybe wasn't ready to put out an album project or a full-length album under... Capital Records And that's why Because they was like Oh yeah now nah, you can't release this You can't do this He's like fuck it We independent again I'm just saying With the traction from Gallus He definitely would have More people check for his album If he dropped it around that time He's not an Ice Spice though He don't need that Oh let me get your attention right now You know what I'm saying His music's gonna speak for I just, itself I know but I'm just saying And from a marketing standpoint From a marketing standpoint It makes sense to do that So then why didn't Capital Let him drop his album I don't know I'm just saying Like I don't know I don't know the ins and outs of it I'm just saying You said from a marketing standpoint It makes sense This is from somebody That doesn't know that I didn't know that Until you just told me About the Capital shit I didn't know that Capital was holding his music back So to you it makes sense To drop your album When you're hot And you have a hit song out But maybe it doesn't make sense To them Okay that's fine Like I did uh, That It might not make sense to them That's That's why he left <laughs> yeah, that's probably that's exactly why he left. They probably like, yo, let me drop this shit. And they were like, no, which makes sense. And he they got tight because he dropped the whole tape. Yeah, nah, I'm out. And then he dipped. <laughs> his his project name was Yeah, nah, I'm out. And it was just what eight songs, nine songs, or something like that of just straight like vibes. Yeah, I'm just saying we need the album. And hopefully, when we get it, everybody will be receptive to it. But if they not. Y'all stay over there. I'll enjoy it myself. <laughs> Baychester is fire. <laughs> First last is fire. How I am is is also fire. Like he got some vibes on there, and he also creates music videos to it too. Like he's very like from the hood type shit. Like where he's just making those regular ass videos where he's just in the crib. You know what I'm saying with a bunch of girls and drinks. So he's in the street. And he's just putting out these videos to these projects and it's nothing or to these songs and it's nothing like like deep. You know what I mean? He's not trying to do these fucking big concept pieces of music videos. And I think that his vibe is why people still stay attached to him. That could be true. But if you're not if you're not tuning into that vibe, then you're not gonna know that. You might just be tuning into Gallus and you're like, Yeah, where's the rest of this shit? Like I wanna hear more of him by himself. We didn't get a lot of that, so I understand. Yeah. And there's also like he like has no promotion. Like he drops the, these songs, and like you don't know unless like you follow him. Well, that's because the that's because of the record label. Yeah, that's because sure. he's off the label now. But I feel like talk nice and like talk some, nice definitely confusion. Yeah, and the song with Russ. Like there's definitely a lot of songs that did numbers. <laughs> like, For sure, but that was like in the Gallus era. So like talk nice came out that same year. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he he went off the traction of Gallus with those songs. Mm. Speaking of people, they got to drop albums. Wale, yes sir, my boy. Wale dropped Max Julian, and that shit is phenomenal. He said, "I took a break. I'm back. I'm here to shake shit up. What's good?" It was 
some of the best writing we've heard from Wale in a while. Like he showed that he hasn't really missed a step. If anything, he grew even better at cre- curating his music. I want a whole project from him now. He didn't say he was dropping a project. I don't know if he announced that he's dropping a project. I just know that I want a whole project from him. I mean, it's about time. Falar and two came out what two years ago. I wouldn't say it's about time, but I would say that he's the type of artist that he could he can go like disappear and come back. Like that's what yeah. he, that's what he's always done. But he was very quiet, as in he didn't have a hit record in the summer, and that's not like Wale. He always dropped something fire for the summer. Yeah, definitely. He had. Um Poke it out with J. Cole. Yeah. On chill. On chill. Yeah. <laughs> He's had plenty of them. Um, um that one with Chris Brown. What's it called? Angles. Angles. Yeah. But just in general, Wale is is a natural hit maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it, like at least for something to come out for Wale besides like a single, like a, a little project. It's been two years since Falarin too, so I think he should uh, if he gets enough traction off this single, like he should consider like maybe dropping another single and see how people are receptive to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He has his fans. Mm-hmm. Well, Forlorn 2 came out October 22nd of 2021. Yeah. And we're at towards the end of October now. So it'll be officially two years, which I think is great timing for artists to take a break and us be like, oh shit, like, welcome back. Nice single. I bet I'm ready to hear a whole project from you. This yearly shit that's been happening, or this every six month shit, like yeah, no, nah. I'm definitely cool off that. Cool off the yearly shit, bro. Um, I, I feel like too much music comes out that we forget about an album, and artists feel like they need to make music to stay relevant. But somebody like a Drake, a Cole, they don't have to continue making music to stay relevant. You know what I mean? Like, they're going to be relevant regardless. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so there shouldn't be any reason, other than money, um, that we're getting three projects from somebody in a year and a half. Yeah. I like what Kendrick did. Take five years off, make a soundtrack movie, solidify your your people, and, like, you know what I'm saying, make everything concrete, make your own record label, and then come out, drop the heat. I think it was very good for Wale to take that break. Yeah, definitely. I think a two or three year break is should be like a standard. But there's so much music now that it feels like, like, would you take a Joey Badass album right now? He didn't 2000 just drop like last year. Yeah. Are you listening to it? Nah. <laughs> exactly. But it was nah. great. But it was, it was, it was a pretty good album. 2000 was a really good album. Yeah. But you're not listening to it. Just cause there's other shit out. That I've been listening to But like Six months after he dropped the album They were like Yo when you dropping he was, like, he was like Bro I just gave you A full length project Yeah Of Fire ass music Go bump the project Why are you asking me For more music You know what I mean Yeah It's just people's attention spans bro And in, in the streaming era It's just like The music industry Is so oversaturated mm-hmm. That you're always getting something No matter what it is From somebody Every week we have new music That we're dropping so I get I get the whole dropping consistently to stay relevant, but I feel like the quality of your music drops because you're you're so fixated on the amount of music you drop. So you're like, oh, I gotta drop this, 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 this. But at the end of the day, like, if it's not quality music, then it's not gonna be received well, at least in my eyes. Like, 
but then Joey Badass dropped a very good album, and, and a year later, it's not getting played. So I, I don't know. It's so weird. It's so weird, bro. Music is weird, <laughs> right? Because we'll have somebody like let's say Twenty One Savage who drop a project, and everybody be raving about it. Matter of fact, let's use Offset. Offset just dropped this project. I feel like it's been awfully quiet for an Offset project. I mean, for just a project of, you know, somebody of his caliber. Quavo dropped his project. It was awfully quiet. You know what I'm saying? Those people that liked it. But I don't. I didn't hear a lot of things on the radio. I didn't see a lot of interviews. And that Offset, I saw a lot of interviews. But I'm not seeing a lot of the songs pick up and go crazy. I'm hearing um, the one with Don Tolliver on the radio. Yeah, on the radio? Mm-hmm. But, um, but are you seeing a lot of a lot of talk about it? Not talk necessarily, but yeah. I'm just I'm just saying like on you know the radio saying, definitely different. I feel like one. music used to be a place where everybody was like, "Yo, this shit is fire!" Like you know what I'm saying when Sly dropped over um, like the Frank Ocean and Calvin Harris, like when the Funk Waves dropped, everybody was like, "Oh shit, this is heat!" Yeah. When Bruno dropped Twenty Four Carry Magic, like those 2015, 2016 era, like that era of music and streaming. Was at its peak Personally That's what I think 100% Um But now We're at a point Where it's like So many people are dropping So many no names There's so many different Types of artists You got the Little Yachty's The little babies The little Uzi's First of all All got little in their name Which is <laughs> Very annoying Um And then you got the Yeats Ken Carson's you know, um, Playboy Cardi, like those kind of hype music people. And then you also have like the Dave Eases, J.I.D., Benny the Butcher, you know, Conway the Machine, like those, those you know, real rappers, um, J. Cole, Drake, the big names. And it's like, what? Why are is everybody dropping so much music? It's because there's no breakout artist right now. I don't even I don't even there's, know if it's for breakout artists. I think that like everybody needs to drop music because they're not making enough money from it. Probably, but like nobody's really like dominating the game. Like, like in music, there was always like somebody like at the top, right? Like back in the day, it was, it was Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was at the top for decades. Mm-hmm. It was always him. There was nobody above him. If he dropped. Fucking he shook the world When he dropped music Shook the world Mike died in 2009 2009 um, I, I'm just saying I know he died in 2009 But I'm just saying Mike died and it was just like It was quiet for a bit Then Drake came up And Drake was at the top Like I think his peak was maybe 2016 Yeah Summer 16 tour Yeah 2016 Destroying Meek Mill he was at his peak. 2015, 2016, Drake was at the top of the game. Yeah, controller, one yeah. dance. Now he's kind of trickling down into the, um, you know, A-list rapper category. Well, he's A-list rapper for sure. And now there's just, there's no, like, brand new artist that's dominating the games, doing all these numbers. Everybody loves them. There's, there's none of that. It's everyone's in their own kind of lane, and they have their own type of fans. Yeet has his fans. Um, Drake is kind of 
getting into that place where he has his fans. He's losing fans and getting and new ones. He's losing fans and getting new ones also. That's why he's trying to change his music into like the newer wave to accommodate like the newer sound of music. Playboy Cardi has his fans. Playboy Cardi is ridiculous. Like that fan base is crazy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uzi has his fans. Like they all have their own cult fan base. You feel me? There's nobody that's just like beloved by everybody at the top of the game like Drake was at one point or Michael Jackson or whoever. You know what I'm saying? It's none of that. So I feel like people are like also, like you said, dropping music for money. But they're kind of, they're trying to compete for this like top spot in the music industry because n- nobody has it right now. I would say nobody has it. It's a stretch considering we have like the Travis Scotts, the Drakes. Travis Scott the and Jake Holes aren't at they're not like Are you telling me that I'm Drake talking is I'm talking not a megastar? They, he's a megastar for sure, but like he's he's getting into that stage where he's like getting older, like He's just in the stage. Like I said, he's in, he's trickling down into being an A-list rapper. He's not he's not at the top of the game, at the top, top of the game no more. He's not a new artist. I'm talking about there's, there hasn't been like a new breakout artist in the last mm-hmm. few years. If you want to count Doja Cat. But nobody's competing with um, Drake for a number one spot. Like, that's my point. Like. There's nobody Yeah no breakout artist There's no breakout artist That's like killing the game Like Drake is up there Obviously But he's but still at the top He's still at the top for sure But he's but Easily he's Trickling He's just trickling down bro He's losing His core fans As in like The people that were with him When he was younger But He's getting such a new wave of fans That he's still number one No for sure He's still number one But yeah. What's my, the age gap Between you and your brother Five years He thinks this is Drake's One of Drake's best albums He loves it I don't think he thinks it's one of Drake's best albums. That's that's definitely a stretch. He he, he loves, doesn't even he, like the song with Heat. I didn't say that. I'm just saying he loves the album. I don't think he loves the album. That's a I asked him. You I, and he said he loves the album, one of Drake's best albums. That's what he said. No, not the one of Drake's best albums. That was, that's that's just like me saying because he said he loved it. Oh, I don't think he, I don't. Nah, I don't know. I feel like Drake is is definitely. Oh, he talk about Drake so much, bro. Fuck, <laughs> it's hard to avoid him. Um, That's my point He's a fucking megastar No he's a megastar for sure Hard to avoid him Is because he's number one I'm saying there's nobody That's a breakout artist You said that a hundred times And I keep trying to tell you It doesn't matter about The breakout artist There's nobody That's taking that number one spot for him And you keep trying to say He's trickling down I'm like there is nobody above him Exactly If there is The only category It's The weekend. Even The weekend, It's like I don't, even, I, don't have conversation. I don't have this conversation no more. If you don't say the weekend's the weekend's goaded, the weekend's goaded. Like he's up there for sure, but like there's no new artist. I mean, there's not nobody new. There's nobody new that's dominating the charts. That's my point. Okay. There's nobody new, and it's just like and and music is sounding so. It's in a weird state right now because everyone just sees dropping like almost the same shit. Drake is trying to sound like fucking Geet now. And the only like different album I've heard recently that sounded like refreshing was Utopia. Am I wrong? I mean, no. Utopia was good. It was really good. I like it. Still in my rotation. 100% still in my rotation. Probably be my most played album um, of the 2023, whatever Apple Music replay. 
No, it's a hot take. People aren't going to agree with me, but that's what it is. People aren't going to agree with you with what? There's no, like, breakout artist right now. Yeah, and they're going to name the Ken Carsons that, you know, just did crazy weak streaming numbers. They're going to name Yeet, who has been performing for millions of fans and just battled J. Cole for a number one spot. And it was mostly because of him. And they're going to have valid... They're going to have valid, valid points for sure. Valid points. But are they taking the spot away from Drake? Their breakout artists and number one artists are two different things. But it's okay. I'm going to let you talk your shit. Are they taking the spot away from Drake? Like when Drake goes, who's going to replace him? There is nobody to pass the torch to yet. That's my point. Travis Scott is that person. Like it seemed like he was going to be that. And then, you know, or Lil Baby thought. Lil Baby was. We thought he was going to be that. You know what I mean? But then he started. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we got to talk about him a little bit, right? It's his his birthday. Yeah, today's his birthday. Happy birthday, Aubrey. October is all about me because your turn should have been over. And he said he didn't like the album. Uh, but I love Slime You Out. So Now this. Don't matter. <laughs> At all. Speaking <laughs> of artists and breakout artists and doing numbers, I have a newfound appreciation for Taylor Swift. You're a Swifty? Uh, I wouldn't call myself a Swifty. It sounds like it. I wouldn't call myself a Swifty. I watched the movie. I watched I watched the concert. It definitely sounds like it now. Wait, just let me let me get my shit off. I watched the movie. It was great. It for me as somebody that's really not that much of a Taylor Swift fan, mm-hmm. I can appreciate her music and like what she actually does. Like when you listen to the lyrics and actually list like see visually her what she like her vision for every song. Like it was great. The visuals for the concert were some of the best I've ever seen. Like, she really paints pictures in such a crazy way. That aside, it made me realize that she is a timeless artist. She is 100% timeless. She transcends age groups. It's ridiculous the way she's been able to just reach so many people from, like, bro, I remember being a sophomore in high school, maybe even a freshman, or maybe even before that, but I just remember high school specifically. When, like, Bad Blood came out in 22, she had everybody where all the girls were wearing fucking the Bad Blood shirt with the, with the hat, like the fucking black, I don't want to say fedora, but whatever kind of hat that was. Just going crazy, singing Bad Blood in the hallways, fucking... Taylor Swift was was going crazy. Ten years later, it's the same thing. I'm I'm in the movie theater, and there are so many little girls. I'm talking about like ten year old girls going to the front of the theater, singing every single fucking Taylor Swift song. Ten years later, it's the same thing. Yeah, you know who else does that? Oh, here we go. Who? Beyonce. Beyonce for sure. I- but you know who else? Beyonce does that with men and women. Taylor's fan base is like 99% women. That's fine. I don't think that Taylor is speaking to me and you. That's fine. And I don't think they're going to be speaking to my kids. Like, unless I have a daughter, maybe, or like a son that's into, into that. Like, that's fine. But I just, she's a timeless artist as far as her music is going to be played forever. 
but that's just because it's not just because she makes good music. It's because of the impact it has on everybody. So they're going to play it and you're going to remember it. Like Bad Blood, do you have it downloaded on your phone? I personally don't. Probably the one with Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> like, I personally don't. You know what I mean? But, but I know those songs. Why do you know them? Because they're played everywhere. Boom. But like... It's it's embedded into your brain and you're like... It's not just Bad Blood though. Yes. Her fans know her whole album. Name an album cut by Taylor Swift. I can't name an album cut. Exactly. And they can't play an album cut on the fucking Macy's speaker and everyone's going to know it. I'm just saying... You also watched a movie that is supposed to paint her in an image of a no, timeless artist. Sure. And of course she is and they have plenty of documentation of it. But you, it's like going to Dreamville and we were like, yo, J. Cole's the GOAT. No, yeah. We're on home turf. But like... <laughs> like, but like it just, it. Just, I don't know. Like, I just, I was watching the movie and I was just like, and I'm, I'm looking at it from like an actual crit, like critic standpoint. Like, I'm literally trying to understand like what's the appeal of Taylor Swift. Like, so what's the appeal? It's, it's the way she makes her music. Like, it's like she, she paints like the pop, right? The pop music she makes. It's very much kind of. It's weird, bro. It's like. It's not the same. It's not the same off, thing. But. It's not the same thing. But she appeals to the generation. That's what it is. Like she kind of makes a sound around like the type of generation that's going on. Like the way she had Ice Spice cop on Karma, which was horrible. It was it was a good marketing move. But this is, this is the song Swift, like. The song was you want quality, you don't want marketing. I'm just saying, like, like from a marketing standpoint, it seemed it seemed like a good idea. The best thing that she's ever done, and the thing I'll give her the most credit for, is recreating her album with her voice right now. Oh yeah, for sure, from scratch. That now she's making the most money. Fucking insane, and her fans are so loyal; they are only streaming that version when the other version is out there. Yep, that. Is why I say she's a timeless artist in that she transcends age age groups and blah blah blah. But I truthfully don't think that you're playing a Taylor Swift song and you're having the same thought process or even feeling, you know, that when you play a Beyonce song or when you play a Michael Jackson song or when you play a even fucking Eye of the Tiger, like, you know what I'm saying? One of those no. old classic rock songs. There's just a different feeling, and it's from a different perspective, a different person. Like, she's speaking to mostly women. She's also, I also realized that she's a very good songwriter. Yeah. How good's her voice? It's, I was telling, I was telling Ivana, she's not, like. Not a, a vocalist. She's not an amazing vocalist. Yeah, she's not an amazing vocalist. She's obviously she's, got vocals. She's but, got vocals. She's a great singer. But she's not an amazing vocalist. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's a very good songwriter. Yeah, she paints pictures very she well. She paints pictures very well. Like when she was playing songs off her album um, Folklore, it's stories. It's literally stories. She's talking about different people doing different things. It's not even about her. Like, um, and like her. Did vision, you listen to it? I didn't listen to it. Like I heard it in the in the movie, but like your mom plays Taylor Swift. She might play Taylor Swift. You, you, you're gonna play Taylor Swift. I'm not gonna play Taylor Swift. 
Uh, this is this is coming from somebody that's not even a fan. That's why I'm trying to understand. You can understand other people's appreciation, but I'm talking about when you compare timelessness and the way people's music touch everybody to Taylor Swift, her fan base, Swifties, is mostly female base, like Barb's. You get what I'm trying to say? Uh, yeah, I understand that completely. But my thought process behind Taylor Swift is that like she's just been at the top for so long and she's like touching like she's reaching every age group. Yeah. No matter what it no matter what generation. And I feel like she's gonna keep doing that. Ten years ago she was killing shit. Same thing now. Her concert sold out before it even went out to the general public. Yeah, bro. People have that other she had, had that effect too, though. She had, bro. Her her album that came out last year was the best selling. She had the best selling first week of the year, one point five million. She outsold Harry Styles by a million. Come on, like I just, I'm I'm trying to give the credit where it's due. Like I think she's a timeless artist, just based off of what I've seen for the past ten years from Taylor Swift. I never told you she wasn't. I we've agreed from the jump. I was just saying that. On everything you're saying, that's all to her fans. Like, the, her, she has a loyal fan base, and she's created that because that community feels heard and seen from the stories and things that she's t- telling. The songs that go popular and on hits like "Bad Blood" or "22" and those are just catchy, little nice tunes for us. But we're not really listening to the story. I what is twenty two about? I don't know about her being twenty two and living her life. Do you care about what it's about? No, sounds good. Yeah, I catchy. Like, yeah, What's I God's guess. plan about? I don't know about him just doing shit. Yeah, right. It's God's, God's plan. plan. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's catchy. Yeah, it's catchy, and it'll be played forever. I don't play it, but yeah. Drake's a timeless artist. I don't think Drake is timeless. Oh, Jesus Christ. You just told me how he's getting a younger fan base, and we are almost 30 talking about him. We've been following him since 2009. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He never sells mind, out never every... Mind, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. I take it back. I you can say back. J. Cole's not. You can say J. Cole's not a timeless artist because he just hasn't mm. had that same impact that Drake has had, and he has more of a specific following and not a cult following where he goes number one because he's his first number one. You can't call him timeless. He's never had a number one of his own. Okay. You can say That's that fine. he's dropped classic projects and he's a timeless, you know, rapper or whatever in hip hop. Like he's, he's definitely one of the best. One of the best. But I don't think you can call J. Cole timeless as far as like what are we what are we gonna play? What dreams for our children? Yeah, I don't think <laughs> it's because he's never stepped out of like he's never kind of stepped into another type of genre. He's never touched that pop. Yeah, he's, he's never, never really touched done that. that pop. He tried that and let Nas down. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it just, it's just it was never like Drake's gonna be timeless because he's touched so many different genres like Afro beat pop, mm-hmm. um, uh, even Spanish. You feel me? So like yeah. that that I take it back one hundred percent. Drake is timeless. Yeah, Taylor Swift is timeless. Taylor Swift is definitely timeless. Yeah, I'm just not a Swifty, and I me neither. I, right, but you're seeing things from from their perspective when that's home court. That's why I'm giving my that's why I'm giving my perspective because you're like oh I was at the movie theaters and like I understand it's like yeah you understand because that's what they want you to understand no 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 not because that's what they want you to understand because you saw it you saw firsthand how much they show out for her 
but we've been seeing it the people that don't fuck with Taylor and they'd be like, Yeah, no, I'm not Taylor Swift drive, okay, cool. Like I'm not listening. She goes number one regardless if I listen or not. One hundred percent. She's you know what I'm saying? She's ridiculous. She started dating Travis Kelsey and his jersey went up four hundred percent. That's the Taylor. She started dating Travis Kelsey and his fucking jerseys went up how much? Four hundred percent. That's the Taylor stimulus. <laughs> That's crazy. That's her fan base. That's crazy. She has the most loyal fan base. I don't even think that it's like that she has the most fans. I think she has loyal fans. Like, I'm not saying everybody in the world listens to Taylor Swift. But the people that listen to Taylor Swift, listen to Taylor Swift. Like, they are, oh, she dropped. I'm listening right now. I'm buying. I'm pre-ordering. When's the concert dropping? I'm sharing. I'm telling my friends. I'm buying tickets to this movie. I'm taking my boyfriend with me. That's two tickets now. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ain't nobody taking me no fucking Taylor Swift concert. To be honest, bro, like it's it's a good it's a good concert. Like she yeah. put on the show. She's not really like much of a well, like you were, a dancer. You were in the movie theater, right? So you can see, I I could see everything. I'm talking about her performances. Like she's not much of a dancer. But she does have stage presence. She has a lot of stage presence. Bro, you, she's a megastar. Yeah. We're not talking about... I know that she don't sit up there and you know saying shake her ass and like yeah. shake, move her body. She's playing her guitar and she's going crazy. She's, yeah. you know what I'm saying, amping up the crowd. She also has everybody there, home court, going crazy. Yeah. Her concert was three hours, bro. How long was that movie? Two. It was like two hours and 45 minutes. I'd rather <laughs> chew a jean jacket until it is complete than sit through two hours and 45 minutes of a Taylor Swift movie. Bro, I, I'm not even going to lie. It wasn't that bad. Like, I, I wish it was a little bit shorter, but it wasn't that bad. No, it was interesting. It's a documentary. Like, like I'm telling you, the visuals of the oh, concert. Oh, it's a documentary and a concert. Yeah, it's a concert. The whole thing is just a concert. But, like, the visuals of the concert is just crazy, bro. Like, her... her like it looked like every single basically it, it was an it was an heiress tour, right? So she went through every single not every single one of her albums, almost every single one of her albums. And every single one of her albums, it was a different era. So she changed the fucking stage every single time she went through an album. And it was like a music video mm-hmm. on the stage, bro. Like the shit was ridiculous. So what you're saying is it kept held your attention. One hundred percent. Like that that was fire. The, the vision was fine. Did the music hold your attention or did the visuals hold your attention? At times, the music did hold my attention. At times. Even the songs I didn't know, I was like, oh, this song's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes the visuals was, I was like, oh, that's dope. Like, Right. But you know what I mean? My ADHD, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm fucking looking at everything. <laughs> I'm just trying to say, like, did you enjoy the music portion more or did you enjoy the visual cinematic no, I feel like I enjoyed the the, the music portion more. Mm. She had a portion of the concert where it was just acoustic. Like she came out with her fucking guitar and piano. Oh yeah, that sounds fire. That was fire. Like I was like, oh shit! And the song was it was a ten minute long song, bro. Ten minutes long. And she performed all ten minutes. And she performed all ten minutes. And her fans went fucking nuts. All ten minutes, and it was a great song. Yeah, what was the name? I don't even fucking know. <laughs> I forgot that, Bro You think I remember The names of the songs bro like, I'm just trying to it say It was a 2 hour And 45 minute movie Like I don't remember Half of the songs I, She fucking played I'm just trying to say bro Nobody's 
like those ten minute songs, like that's for the fans. One, no, it's one hundred percent for the fans, and that made me realize, like, like she does have vocals, like for sure, but she's not like a great singer, like an amazing singer. Mm-hmm. She can't touch Beyonce, you know, for me, but like, she's definitely a great singer. Well, Swifties, I'm ready for you. Yeah, no, you no, you're not. <laughs> I'm actually not. You're not. Like we've battled the the beehive before, you know what I'm saying? The bars before, uh, the 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 scissor fans, you know what I'm saying? What do they call themselves? Scissors? This <laughs> is <Jesus> crazy. <laughs> we we batted the obs, the, you know Aubrey's angels. You feel me? Aubrey's mean? angels. But the Swifties, that's a different cult fan base, bro. That's like a that's like half the fucking world. You know what I mean? Like, listen, shout out to you, Taylor Swift. I'm not gonna listen to you. I'm not either. I'm not a Taylor. Like I said, I'm really not a Taylor Swift. Fan. But you know what I'm saying? I understand. Like I'm really. I want to let y'all know right now. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. This is coming from somebody that doesn't listen to her music at all. Oh, they know. <laughs> Think I'm like she don't have vocals. No, yeah. I, I told Ivana that she looked at me crazy. I was like, bro, <laughs> come on, <laughs> you be real. I was. Do you, do you need me to play you some Whitney Houston right now? <laughs> I was like, bro, what, like I'm just, I'm just letting you know. Like I told her that during the movie, movie that probably wasn't the best idea. Absolutely not. Because <laughs> I'm like talking to her like throughout the movie, and I'm just like, oh, that's dope. Like, oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, you're showing your interest, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah. Her her vocals aren't that good, but everything else is fire. And she's a Swifty, and she's, she's like, like, she's like, what? You said her vocals aren't what? And she did one of these. She was like. Like you ever, you, ever, you ever been like your girls ever been mad at you like in the car and she like turns her her legs towards the window and it's like this like she, she did said, one of those. You talked about my queen how, and and went like this. She was like, yeah. And I was like, no, like <laughs> I was I was low key potting the whole like the whole movie. Like I was like. I was looking at it, like I said, from like a music critique standpoint. Like, yeah, you tried to text us and tell us that Taylor Swift was timeless, and we oh, were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. "Billy, we do not care." <laughs> AJ was like, "I'm going back to Spider Man." Yeah, 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 is she MJ? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that's that. That's that. Yep. What he's thinking? He's like, "All right, as long as you don't say that, we good." But no, nah, man. I mean, that's that's the person to beat. Like you, you release the same day as Taylor Swift. Nobody gonna talk about you. Nobody in the fucking world. You think Drake is gonna could outsell Taylor? They drop the same day? Absolutely not. Yep. Yep. Taylor Swift's fans will be in the front. They would probably buy all of his things so that his actual fans can't have it, and it still wouldn't sell more than Taylor Swift. Yep. You guys are crazy. Oh, don't use that word. You guys are crazy. <laughs> Double down. In a good way. Yeah. Yeah. You should offer Taylor. That's fire. You can only wish to have that. Thirty thousand people like in front of her, in front of the stadium that she's performing at. Not even inside the stadium. In front of the stadium that she's performing at. Mm. Listening is crazy. It's fucking nuts. Selling out stadiums, 50,000 people singing along to your songs, word for word, like. Fucking that's incredible. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Ridiculous. Taylor Swift, I don't know how you got this much airtime on Talent Talk. Yeah. Um best believe I am going to make sure that 
not all of that sees the light of day because no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Swifties. Twenty minutes of Taylor is crazy. Twenty minutes of Taylor is kind of crazy. I'm not gonna lie. AJ, how was that? Long is crazy. Yeah, definitely got to cut that. Yeah, fuck, not not fuck Taylor, but <laughs> um, fuck that. <laughs> you don't want to get canceled? Yeah, absolutely <laughs> not. Um, talk about another artist that you know is featured on Taylor's albums. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right. So enough about Taylor. Let's get to some other artists who have reached, you know, different milestones in their careers. You know what I'm saying? Pulitzer Prize, um, classic albums, back to back. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar, Good Kid, Mad City, 11 year anniversary. What a time. I mean, we got songs like Sing About Me, I'm Dying of Thirst. We got the only collab with. Fucking Drake and Kendrick on their own song, Poetic Justice. Uh, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe, which was a fucking... It had everyone at a standstill. Like, oh my God, Jay-Z just hopped on Kendrick's project? Like, what is happening? Because there was one song without Jay-Z, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. Then there was featuring Jay-Z, which was on the deluxe edition or expanded edition. And they released a video of him getting that verse back. And it went crazy the whole studio was like no fucking way i mean let's be honest jay-z definitely made that song as big as it was i don't think i'm listening to that song as much if jay-z is not on it but it's still a great song i think the version of jay-z is definitely better i yes i think it's better in the sense that it breaks apart the song more like it, it makes it more enjoyable to listen to but he already had a classic on his hands. So if you don't count the Jay-Z verse, right, and you listen to the album, which I did today, it's a classic album. Oh, for sure a classic album. It's not a it's not a bad song on that album. There's songs that, like, the skits are like, all right, like, maybe this went a little bit too long, whatever. But he had a vision with it. You know am saying? Yeah. His, his dad's complaining in the interlude about him not buying him dominoes or bringing home the dominoes and shit like that. And, He's like, yeah, turn my oldies on. You killing my vibe. Yeah. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. And it goes right into that. Like, it's it's a vibe. It's very well sequenced. Um, and it was a great follow-up to Section 80. 100%. Even the skits, like, within the songs. Like, the skit between uh, Singing About Me Dying and Dying of Thirst. Yeah. When they're talking about, like, yo, he just died in front of me. Feel me? Like, that shit was crazy. What are we going to do? Right. And then and literally <gasps> gasping for air and yeah. shit. Like Kendrick paints a picture so vividly that I could remember the first time I heard Sing About Me, I'm Dying of Thirst. And I was like so attached to it. And I didn't realize it was a fucking 12 minute song. Yeah, bro. Shit is ridiculous. And even like in the art of peer pressure within the song, talking about robbing a house. And know? then me and my niggas four deep in a white Toyota. Toyota. Like yeah, they're like, going, what? he's. He's telling a story, giving us the background. is basically it's cinematic, bro. I made a left, then made a right, then made a left, and another right. Like what? Kendrick's that guy. My mama called. Hold on, what you doing? Kicking it. I should have told her I'm about to catch my first offense. Like what the fuck, bro? Like, and it was so effortless. It was like, and it flowed so well. Like it was just. 
Ah, bro, Kendrick. Yeah. Kendrick is a genius when it comes to making music. He um he executes his vision very well. But yeah. What's your favorite track? That's tough. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't say it. Um I'm not gonna say Poetic Justice. Come on. Um I think it's singing about me down at thirst. Either that or Money Trees with J Rock. J Rock had a set of fucking Oh my god, who is this? <laughs> like He's barring this shit up. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm I'm gonna go with Art of Peer Pressure. Yeah, Art of Peer Pressure is definitely one of the ones. It I'm, just I mean it it's it's literally the embodiment of the album with the white Toyota, which was well, not white, but the Toyota in the um or the van in yeah. the uh in the album cover. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking they were in a van, right? Like Toyota van. He didn't say like Camry or Um For Deep in a white Toyota, maybe. Doesn't specify. I feel like I feel like that that visual and then that album cover, I when I was younger I just connected the two and I was like, Yeah, this is fire. He was riding around in this in this car. <laughs> but I don't I don't know. I don't think the what's it called? I don't think the actual t- the brand of the car is in the Album cover I don't think so either That would cost a lot of money Um but Yeah Kendrick definitely That's That's his classic That's 100% his classic The Kendrick fans Are gonna say Section 80 But Did can, Did Section 80 Is his classic Over Over Not over Good mm-hmm. That city But they're also gonna say Section 80 I should say Sorry Yeah Kendrick fans Are gonna tell you That to Pimp a Butterfly is a classic. Good Kid Man City is a classic. Section 80 is a classic. And Dam's a classic. Yeah. I th- And they're not wrong. They're In some they're sense. Not, I would I, say Section Section 80, definitely not a classic. Great album, but definitely not a classic because... One of, be- one of his best songs are on that album. Rigor Mortis is fucking nuts. Absolutely. But just because it's one of your best songs doesn't mean that it's I know, a I know. classic. No, for sure. Um, I definitely think To Pimp a Butterfly is a classic. Is it a classic uh, amongst everyone, or is it a classic piece of work, like mm, like an art question. piece, right? So, to Pimp a Butterfly is so special and intricate, and it's you know, it won a Pulitzer Prize. Like, it showed everything that Kendrick is capable of, of, and so it's a classic to his fans, or it's a it's a huge moment. But I don't know if it's a classic, as in like these songs are getting played years down the road, the way Good Kid, Mad City will. I think, yeah, I think as an art piece, it's a classic because at the time it was different. Mm-hmm. Nobody was putting out music like that. No, it was thought provoking. Yeah, it, it was, was one of the first woke albums that was doing really well in streaming numbers and like you know in just in sales. Period. Yeah, songs like Institutionalized. Fucking nuts. Yeah. King Kuta. These walls. These walls, bro. What? For free. If these walls can talk. Yeah, nah. That's definitely like a a classic. I? Yeah. As like an art. I I guess like as an art piece, it's a classic. It's just different. Like that type of, those beats that he was flowing on, that type of sound that he was going for. Mm -hmm. Just nobody was doing that. Nobody, even now, nobody's doing that. It's just different. 
that's why I, I think it's a classic just because just based off of that but you're right no one's really spinning back songs off that album right now no definitely not but it's still got some fire 100% still got, got some fire um so 11 years later and I definitely think that the album aged very well especially compared to his newer stuff and you go listen to Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers and you're like wow like he's you know what I'm saying very deep in this and you know taking us to therapy and giving us all these songs let me go back and revisit his catalog you go back and you're like oh he did this in a in a boom bap way over here you know what I'm saying yeah. and he's story told and like Good Kid Mad City is a, it's a classic album it is a classic album I think it's my favorite one I would say as far as repay value and songs that I love to replay and are catchy and sound good and are straight to the point, I think Damn. I think Damn is my favorite album by Kendrick. You got songs like Humble, Element, Lust, Love. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> you said what? No, nah, I was gonna think of another song, but DNA, DNA, that's the one. There's, there's so many songs on there that one were on the radio; they were hit songs. You know what I mean? Uh, and two, really good. Like they were all like just radio hits. They weren't so so deep. Or at least they didn't sound so deep. But the fact that you could play the album front to back, in back, you know, to front, and it tell you a story. Boom, right there. The creative vision, the execution. Like, this is yeah. what we're talking about. Kendrick Lamar is amazing. For sure. I don't know. I think Good Kid Mad City just got that from me. Just because... Um, Do you think Damn's a classic? Uh, not to me. But um, as far as, like, his catalog, it could be a classic. Do you think it's a perfect album? Mm. I'm going to have to get back to you on that. Blood, DNA... Yeah, Element, Feel, Loyalty, featuring Rihanna, Pride, Humble, Lust, Love, XXX, Fear, God, Duckworth. I would say there's one song on here that I'm like, eh, okay, maybe, but also 14 tracks, I think I could do with it, like, I'll be fine. Um, I would say it's a classic. That's cool. Or I would say it's, his most replayed album. I don't think it's his most replayed. I think Good Came City definitely has his most replayed. Bro, almost every song Good Came City was on the radio. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No. Swimming Pools? Uh-huh. Poetic Justice. Mm-hmm. Um, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. Um, There's one more. Mad City. Mad City. Yeah. That's really it. Um, there was more. Backseat freestyle, like I don't know when. Um, maybe money trees. Yeah, but I would say that's five songs that are getting radio play off an album. Off your sophomore album, that's the only reason why to me it's impressive. DNA, Element, Element was getting radio play. Billy. Was it getting radio play? 
Thank you. You gonna take me out my element? Are you crazy? That wasn't getting radio play. Okay. DNA was loyalty. Loyalty definitely. Humble. Love. Um, that's it. You could say, bro. I'm 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 definitely saying that element was getting was getting radio play. But no, nah, anyway. I don't think it was getting radio play. Okay. People were definitely streaming it, but it wasn't getting radio play. Whatever. I think I think Good Kid, Mad City got more radio play than um. Uh, damn, for sure. I think people st- on the radio today they'll play like Public Justice or Swimming Pools before they play that. Yeah, before they play that. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. But yeah, so. Kendrick Lamar has made some amazing albums and you know just wanted to touch on the 11 years of Good Kid Man City yes sir classic album definitely a classic 10 out of 10 for me um do we want more Kendrick Lamar music it depends I don't think um well, it's how long it's been since Mr. Morale. Like doesn't, not, ma- doesn't matter how long it's been. Do you want more Kendrick music? Uh, I could, I could, I could do more Kendrick music. I think I want less thought-provoking music from yeah. Kendrick, and I want to see him have fun the way he did on Range Brothers and Hillbillies. Um, I mean, a collab project with Baby Keem would be cool. But I really want to hear Kendrick, you know, have fun on st- kind of the way he did on Damn. Yeah, that's why I said it depends because I don't really want no more think pieces, Kendrick. Yeah, <laughs> like it was cool, mm-hmm. very, very uh, intricate and very woke, and you know, um, you let us into your, your creative process and your insecurities. You know, what I'm saying that was amazing, and I know it probably wasn't easy for you to make an album like that, but. As far as replayability and um, stuff like that, like I haven't re- revisited the album at all. <laughs> so I would want something like you said that he's having more fun on, um, and just just your flowing and your rapping. You know, you feel me? Like you don't have to rap about fucking some woke shit. Just give me some bars. Yeah, I'll talk your shit. You feel me? It's been it's been a minute since we heard anything like that. You know. Yeah, Kendrick. Um, only come back if you're gonna if you're gonna rap. You know what I'm saying? Have fun and and do what you were doing on like Hillbillies for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. Or Range Brothers. That Range shit was Brothers. cool. What was the other one? Uh, Family Ties. Family Ties. Family Ties is valid. Yeah, amazing, brother. Pop off on occasion, brother. Like what? That's fun too. But I I also want him to rap a little bit more, but not rap in like a. Yeah, I'm depressed and I need help and you know what I'm saying my insecurities or this and that. Like, no. Nah. Good. Nah. <laughs> Give me more of the top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the like you you guys may not like that shit, but that shit was hard. Yeah, there needs to be a blend. You know what I'm saying? It can't just be like troll music. Like That's what? what I call it. <laughs> Range brothers out the roof. We're not the Waynes. Bitch, I hate to tell the truth, we're not the same. I'm with my rover brother and we're running game. Like That's troll music. Doesn't matter. That should go hard. <laughs> That's just as bad as 
Hot damn hot damn hot shower. Uh uh-uh. uh. That that shit was received in a different way, bro. Range Brothers was going crazy. That okay. shit went platinum in my phone. How about groceries? Uh groceries is going platinum in my phone. Exactly. When it first came out. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't spun that shit oh, back in Oh, take a the minute. groceries out in one trip, bro. Simply lemonade gone in one sip. This <laughs> man is creating jingles. And yeah, then nah. this other guy is like top of the morning, top of the morning, top of the morning. Bro, what are you doing? That shit is What hard. are you doing? No. I, I, I know music's supposed to be playful, but like also like just, you know what I'm saying? I want to I wanna feel it. I want to feel it and be hype. Mm. That's, I don't know, man. That's why Drake is the GOAT. Uh, here we go. Um, <laughs> You're not wrong. Listen, bro, nonstop is a hype song, but he really spitting, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's shit like that. I'm on boss beta. <laughs> I'm a hard hitter. Seeing. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, I know it's been a little bit of a long pod, but let's get to this last thing before we get to the suggestion. But yeah. Um. So recently, <laughs> there were some wax figures created of Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Little Wayne, Drake, mm-hmm. and they look horrible. They are. They're not the same skin color as the people <laughs> that they're representing. Dwayne Dwayne Johnson's one is white. Yeah. He is a Samoan man, like, in that it was a white wax figure. Little Wayne's looks like 42 Doug. <laughs> um, his fucking forehead is like 90% of the wax. And Drake's is skinny and very pale. I feel like they were all pale. Right. But like, I don't know. Can't you just give it a little bit more color? Especially if you're going to unveil these to the world. Yeah. I feel like if you're going to, especially like a wax figure, like mm-hmm. a wax statue, it should be more spot on. And who who did it? Do you know? Um, I'm not sure exactly where it was. But Wayne said, <laughs> Wayne was like, yeah, um, that's not me. I don't know who that was supposed to be, but <laughs> thank y'all for trying. Appreciate the love. That shit looked nothing like Wayne. Yo. <laughs> that shit is that shit does not look like Wayne. I don't know who like it just takes a picture. Like all you gotta do is open your phone and Google Lil Wayne. And just be like, oh, this is the person that I'm making a sculpture out of. Like maybe I should make it look more like him. Nah, they didn't do that. They said, Oh, Lil Wayne, cool. I'ma just do my own thing. Like Nah, that shit do not look like Lil Wayne, bro. I don't know what the fuck they was doing over there, but that's not Wayne. That's not Wayne at all. Yeah, I don't know what wax figure museum, but it was it was just wax museum. Lil Wayne said, "Sorry, wax museum, but that shit ain't me." You tried though, and I appreciate the effort, bro. Who is that? Yeah, I don't know who the fuck this is. This is not Wayne. This is not Wayne. You know who this low key look like, bro? It looked like it looked like Jacquees. I kind of, I kind of see Mariah the scientist, and she got like a bunch of tats on her face. You see Mariah the scientist in a, a dark skin. Nah, but this is so, mad light skin. This is mad light skin. They, this is not his his skin color. I mean, yeah, but Mariah the scientist is like just like the facial, the facial, the way his face looks. The it smile. Kinda, yeah, it's a, I think it's a smile. <laughs> I think it's... Young Thug finna get you, bro. (laughs) Yeah, Young Thug about to cook me for real. 
Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. Free you. Yeah. Um, stay there. He's about to get you. <laughs> if that man did it, bro, no, stay there. Not nah, for you, bro. For you. Who is that in the back? Yeah, I don't know who that is. I don't Wayne know. That is not Wayne. If you ask me who that was supposed to be, bro, I don't know. Bob Marley with tats. I I don't know, bro. This shit is that shit is weird. Yeah. I don't understand what they were trying to go for. Uh, I never mind. They were trying to go for Lil Wayne, obviously. I don't understand who approved that. Like who looked at that and was like, Oh yeah, that's Wayne for sure. Like, they don't have somebody review these. The video actually don't look that bad. Low key. Maybe somebody was altering the photos that came out. Nah, bro. This not Wayne. <laughs> 42 Doug still? Nah, bro. This is not Wayne, bro. The color looks better on the video. It does. The color does look better on the video. It's a little bit more darker. I just... I, yeah, yeah, I don't bro. I don't know. I can't. It's not, it's not Wayne, bro. He's absolutely right. Like, it just takes one Google search. Just Google him. Lil Wayne, it's the first thing that pops up. Like, what the fuck? True. True. Just picture of Lil Wayne and just be like, oh, bro, okay, so just, even if you got to hold it up, why are you doing it? Like, yeah, so this goes here. Feel me? Oh, this dread goes over here. Like, nah, they did not do none of that. Like, I don't know, man. Wax Museum, get your shit together for real. Facts. If y'all ever make me, make sure I, I see it before you unveil it, please. That should be definitely like one of the requirements. Like, yeah, yeah, you need to show me this before you post it to the world. One hundred percent. Like, I need to see this because if I don't, if I, if you unveil it like you did with Lil Wayne, and I don't like it, what am I gonna do now? There's a statue of me that don't look like me out there in the world. That's supposed to look like me. Now what? Like, I'm trying to Spider Man meme it like this. You feel me? Like, I can't do that with that shit, bro. That's a whole different person. The yeah. fuck? But yeah, man. What we got next, Bill? All right, man. Song suggestion. You feel me? Oh, shit. We at that time. We at that time. We at that time. You feel me? All right. So who you got, Bill? Um. So this song is called Nuclear Reactor. Nuclear Reactor. Yeah. Who sings it? Nuclear Reactor by Osa. Is it Osa or OSA? Osa. Osa. Okay, what kind of vibe is it? Um, it's like a, it's kind of like a newish R and B feel. Like it wasn't like any type of R and B I've heard before. Mm-hmm. It's like it's kind of refreshing. If you describe the voice, what would it be? He almost gives me Give on vibes. He has like a darker, like not darker, a lower tone voice, mm, deeper, deeper. Yeah. yeah. Right? Okay. Smith looking at it for AJ for confirmation. I'm just I I don't know if I'm not like if I'm not bugging. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe he's wrong. Maybe y'all both wrong. He definitely has like a lower. <laughs> like when I when AJ showed me the song, I definitely I definitely like got Givey on vibes. Yeah. I don't know if I did this already, but I'm gonna do it again. It don't matter. Go listen to Big Chester, Capella Gray. Yeah, tap in. He dropping. You know what I'm saying? VRV1 on the way. <laughs> VRV1's been on the way for fucking how long? Listen, he dropped Capital now. It's on the way. That's a song suggestion. 
Don't care. I think I dropped that last week too, to be honest. But shit is heat. It's all good. That just means it's double heat. You feel me? Y'all better go listen now. Facts. Come on now. But yeah, we gonna. You got last thoughts? Last thoughts. Um, just NBA is back. That's true. NBA is back. LeBron's twenty first season, thirty eight years old. Um, he looks fantastic. He he looks great. You know what I'm saying Lakers lost today, as they should to the world champions. Yes, I said the world champions because they are the best league in the world, so they're the world champions. Anyways, um. Gonna ruffle some but, feathers with that yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be an exciting year for the NBA. We got Paul George, Kawhi, Russell Westbrook on the Clippers. We got a AD LeBron on the Lakers. Like it's gonna be a nice year for the league. You know what I'm saying John Morant when he serves his 30 game suspension, he comes back. That'll be nice. <laughs> Damn, Wembenyama blocking, shooting threes, dunking, hitting step backs. That man is a fucking animal. <laughs> He's a freak of nature. I'm excited, man. Yo, NBA. It's lit. I lost my first bet. We back. <laughs> we back. Yep. Saying? Not sponsored by FanDuel. But, but if you want to sponsor us, FanDuel, I'm not mad at that. You feel me? All right. Well, that was last thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Yes, tune into NBA. Um, and tune into Town Talk. And tune into Spider-Man. You know saying? Hey, bro. <laughs> And tune in to Town Talk every Friday. You know what I'm saying? You know where to catch us. Apple, Spotify, Google, everywhere. At Town Talk Pod underscore when you, you know, social medias and stuff like that. We're, we're there. Yes, sir. And we're going to be back every week, right? This man said every week. So we hear every week. Every single week. Feel me? Content is going to be there every day. Bet. On the socials. Bet. Besides today. Did you drop one today? Definitely didn't. Yeah. I dropped one on Instagram. <laughs> it's all good. Anyways. Um, yeah. But every single day, make sure y'all tune into that content. We want you guys to uh, interact, comment what you want to hear. If you want to hear us talk about any topics, any artists, you mm. feel me? To even um, hear this part of the pod, they got to get this far. Yeah. You feel me? So, like, if you like our content, come watch the full pod. You know what I mean? Available on YouTube. At Town Talk Pod underscore everywhere, all socials, yeah. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, just write Talent Talk. You're going to see two people on the Staten Island, you know what I'm saying, with the mic drop and the logo. It's all you Bob's. need. And you, you guys on Spotify have no fucking excuse to not watch the full length pod because you guys got the fucking video. Video. Don't think I don't time know. Time stamps, polls, questions. Like, I'm going crazy know. in there, bro. We fucking know, bro. Y'all got everything. Don't fucking do that. I know you. I know most of you motherfuckers. You got fucking Spotify. Damn. Fucking, fucking go watch. If you on TikTok, go fucking watch. Right. And that note, as we always say, deuces. deuces.